0: around we don't don't waste waste time time. over Over here here at his hard line line. line. let's go
1: power from Washington, D.C. and giving it back to you, the The people. people.
0: of the show. Let's get started.
2: Greetings and good day to all you ladies and gentlemen out there. I am Jason, your co-host with our sovereign Lord and Savior Christ Jesus at our side because he is the host with the most. He is the most high. He is in charge and he is in the captain's chair at the helm and behind the wheel. Therefore, he is steering this great ship through these crazy rough waters that we call life. So welcome to His Hard line. Today is Friday, November 17, 2023, and you are listening to episode 636. We'll be doing a reading out of Job 36, and today's show is called Forged in Adversity. And yes, I know it is an early show today. My apologies, but something has grabbed my attention that needs uh, needs my attention uh, for a little bit later this evening. So... Before my daily disclaimer, please be advised that I'm not a doctor, holistic health expert, financial advisor, biblical scholar, or bar lawyer, and I don't possess any titles of nobility or offer legal advice. And while I am a member of the Michigan General Jural Assembly in good lawful standing, I am not the official face or voice of the national, state, or county assembly. I do not endorse or advocate for violence, and please note that the opinions, thoughts, and statements expressed on this platform are solely my own and for educational purposes, unless otherwise referenced, so there you go. Well, I want to say thank you for joining us on the podcast today and i want to remind you that roughly about 70% of you who listen to this podcast um have yet to subscribe to this channel now my request to you is this if you find extreme value in what i offer and take away solid information as well as positive messages from this podcast hit that subscribe button and share this show with your friends family and colleagues Our mission is to spread God's word and help people ask Jesus to be in their heart while addressing significant topics related to family, true American history, and how to restore this republic of this great nation through the reassembly of states and counties. And we encourage you to engage with us by leaving comments, subscribe to our social media, share our content. And you can find all these resources and uh, places like that on our website, hishardline.com. That's hisheartline.com dot com. And if you choose to support our work and want to contribute to the growth of this podcast, there is an option uh, for making a gift available on our website, which is linked to Give, Send, Go, of which 10% goes back to them uh, as my donation for allowing me to use their platform. Uh, Don't feel obligated or pressured, though, okay? because the the campaign has a place for uh, not just a monetary donation, but a prayer donation section as well. That's right. There is a place in the donation campaign to submit a prayer. And for me, that is more valuable than any amount of money can ever bring. I'd rather actually have the prayers and shares anyways. So share this, give me a prayer. That'd be great. And I know this platform, like I said, I know this platform has God's support and I trust in him in all matters, but either way, thank you for your support and being a part of this community. And I look forward to continue to growing this platform as we move forward into the future. All right. Now, um. It's going to be a bit of a quick show. It's not going to be your typical hour to hour and a half show. But um, here's the thing. All right. I've been thinking about this. So here's a hard truth that a lot of people um, have a hard time swallowing, but it is a certainty and it is very vital that you internalize this truth because then it will be easier for you and me to move forward into this life. Right. Expecting the unexpected. See, there are a lot of events that are going to happen in our lives, like unexpected death, a family member going through a divorce. Maybe someone in your close circle might be dealing with a terminal illness or even smaller things like car accidents like I had just dealt with, right? Or potential job layoffs. Now, these external factors will always occur and are more than likely going to be out of your control. And as I've always said, you got to learn to control what you know you can control. What are your controllables, right? What are your controllables? But then you need to learn to turn to God for everything that's uncontrollable. Because God is the only one who can intervene and intercede in everything that is out of your reach. Okay. God is the only one that can get you through that. So basically what I want to encapsulate here is that you need to understand that adversity is always going to be around the corner. Now, that's not to say that you're not going to have a good streak. You know, you're not going to have good streaks in your life where very little goes wrong. But as long as you lean heavily on God's shoulder, he will always keep you propped up, not just through bad times, but also extend maybe the even good times as well. Longer than you might even expect. But you have to realize that life is not going to be easy all the time. It's not going to be on easy street. There's a saying out there. And it's one of my favorite sayings, a smooth sea never made a skilled sailor. And I happen to really resonate with that saying because it is very true. You're never going to become a skilled sailor if you are only, you know, sailing on calm, glassy seas. That's just not how that works. And so we are going to go through storms in life, right? We, and life is never a constant calm, just like a diamond, right? Right. A diamond wasn't always a diamond. It was a lump of coal once upon a time, right? And with enough time and enough pressure, it turned into something valuable, hard and brilliant. See, we're always going to be under a ton of pressure at various points in our life's journey. We're always going to be going through those storms that's going to rock your vessel side to side, up and down, possibly capsizing. But it's the pressure and the storms that build us into the strong vessels that we are. They build character. They build up our morality, our
1: ethics, and our strength into the God-fearing warriors that we need to be. Now,
2: let's get into the reading. Job chapter 36, starting with verse 1 out of the New King James Version Bible. And it reads, Elihu also proceeded and said, Bear with me a little, and I will show you that there are yet words to speak on God's behalf. And I will fetch my knowledge from afar. I will ascribe righteousness to my maker. And for truly my words are not false. One who is perfect in knowledge is with you. Behold, God is mighty, but despises no one. He is mighty in strength of understanding, and he does not preserve the life of the wicked, but gives justice to the oppressed, he does not withdraw his eyes from the righteous, but they are on the throne with kings, for he has seated them forever, and they are exalted. And if they are bound in fetters, held in the cords of affliction, then he tells them their work and their transgressors, that they have acted defiantly. He also opens their ear to instruction and commands that they turn from iniquity. And if they obey and serve him, they shall spend their days in prosperity and their years in pleasure. But if they do not obey, they shall perish by the sword and they shall die without knowledge. But the hypocrites in heart store up wrath. They do not cry for help when he binds them. They die in youth and their life ends among the perverted persons, and He delivers the poor in their affliction and opens their ears in oppression. Indeed, He would have brought you out of dire distress into a broad place where there is no restraint, and what is set on your table would be full of richness. But you are filled with the judgment due to the wicked. Judgment and justice take hold of you, Because there is wrath, beware, lest he take you away with one blow, for a large ransom would not help you avoid it. Will your riches or all the mighty forces keep you from distress? Do not desire the night. When people are cut off in their place, take heed. Do not turn to iniquity, for you have chosen this rather than affliction. Behold, God is exalted by his power. Who teaches like him? Who has assigned him his way, or who has said, you have done wrong? Remember to magnify his work, of which men have sung. Everyone has seen it. Man looks on it from afar. Behold, God is great, and we do not know him, nor can the number of his years be discovered. For he draws up drops of water, which distill as rain from the mist, which the clouds drop down and pour abundantly on man. Indeed, can anyone understand the spreading of clouds and the thunder from his canopy? Look, he scatters his light upon it and covers the depths of the sea. For by these he judges the peoples and he gives food in abundance. He covers his hands and lightning and commands it to strike. His thunder declares it the cattle also concerning the rising storm and that ladies and gentlemen is a reading of job chapter 36 verses 1 through 33 so what did we read here what did we read so i would say consider this god the almighty is beyond our comprehension that's a given in his greatness his va is vast it's immeasurable it teaches us humility And who among us can fathom the depths of his ways or claim understanding of his years? No one can. And God's intricate design is evident in every drop of water, each raindrop, a divine gift from the heavens, right? And have you seen the clouds, witnesses to his glory? They carry the promise of rain, It's a bounty that nourishes the earth abundantly. But yet God's power isn't just in rain and clouds. It's also in the thunder that echoes his might, right? It's in the lightning that streaks across the sky. And all these elements declare his presence and sovereignty. Now, his judgment is as swift as lightning and his provision as abundant as the rains. Now reflect on this for a moment, ladies and gentlemen. Now, God in his supreme power uh, feeds people of the earth, right? He feeds the peoples of the earth. Now, not just with physical nourishment, but with justice and righteousness. Now his thunder resonates with his divine authority, heard even among the herds of cattle. Now let's pause and consider the awe-inspiring grandeur of our creator. See his power encompasses all. It encompasses all things, right? From the vastness of the clouds to the depths of the sea. I mean, here's the question that I'd like to ask people. I mean, can we really ever truly comprehend the
1: scope of his authority? I don't think we can, to be quite honest with you. We can't. There's no way we can. Now, what I also wanna do is pause and consider this for a second too. In our lives, we may face,
2: actually not may, it's almost a certainty. We are going to face afflictions and trials. There's no getting around that. But through all of it, we must recognize God's immeasurable greatness, right? He is the guiding force. He's the orchestrator of all things and His divine wisdom surpasses our understanding. So as we navigate life's storms and bask in its moments of calm, we need to remember the unfathomable might of our heavenly Father, embrace the awe of His majesty. Seek his guidance in times of uncertainty, right? Find solace in his everlasting presence. And for in him, we find our truest refuge and the source of unending grace. So let's this, you know, let this understanding of his majesty guide our steps and may his wisdom enlighten our hearts as we journey through the Mysteries of Life. i tell you, that was a really good reading. I really, really enjoyed that. I really, really enjoyed that. Uh, I'm not going to take a break because, like I said, I do. I, it, this is going to be a shorter show, but I did not want to did cancel it because I won't be on on Sunday. But I will do a live tomorrow for sure. Uh, But today, like I said, something um, came up unexpectedly that uh, is requiring my attention that my wife reminded me of. And I totally forgot. I was like, oh, -oh." and I am not going to uh, neglect that. So, you know, I hate to say it, guys, but, you know, in my life priorities, of course, you know, God always comes first. Uh, the wife comes second, and the child comes third, as well as uh, then the country, right? Then the country, the rest of you guys, the podcast, right? But it goes God, wife, kid, country. That's Those, those are my priorities. Well, and I got to fit my health in there. So somewhere, I would say, between the wife and God, uh, I fit myself in there because I had to keep myself in good health in order to take care of my wife and daughter, as well as be involved with uh, you know the restoration of the Republic through the Reassembly of States, which, by the way, if you want to know more about that, you can go to national hyphen assembly.net for all of that. But uh, I'm just going to just take a quick second real quick. Um, I'm going to play it. Not a typical, not a typical um, break song, but it, like I said, just give me about 15, 20 seconds. Actually, I just got to adjust something. So I'll, I'll be right back. Hold on. So this next part of the show is called "Forged in Adversity." Forged in Adversity." And I've been thinking a lot about this, okay? I've been thinking a lot about this. all right? Now, adversity uh, often often mirrors the concept of refining metal in a crucible, right? In the Bible, there are various references to the transformative power of hardships. For instance, in James chapter one verses two, three, four. It said, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, and whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance, let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. Now, this notion highlights how trials, when faced with a resilient spirit, can lead to growth and maturity. Now, just as fire purifies precious metals, it challenges, uh, the you know, it, 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 just as fire purifies precious metals, challenges refine one's character, fortifying the resolve to endure and persevere. Now, moreover, in Romans chapter five, verses three through five, it is written, not only so, but we also glory in our suffering because we know that suffering produces perseverance and perseverance character. And character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured out into our hearts and through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us. Now, this passage illustrates the progression from suffering to perseverance, character, and ultimately hope. It emphasizes that enduring through difficulties cultivates strength of character, fostering a resilient mindset that's resu- uh, rooted in hope and faith. Similarly, in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verses 8-9, through it mentions how despite being hard pressed on every side, but not crushed, perplexed, but not in despair, persecuted, but not abandoned, struck down, but not destroyed. This verse encapsulates the idea that while adversities may surround us, they don't have the power to defeat us entirely, but instead they serve to strengthen our resilience allowing us to endure and persist in the face of hardships. So just as metal endures the fire to become stronger individuals,
1: when faced with challenges, can emerge stronger, more resilient, and spiritually grounded. Right? Now, I know I've told this story before, but here is yet, in my mind, a very
2: profound example of this that unfolded back in 2013, when I confronted simultaneous, you know, uh, personal tragedy and unemployment. Now in the wake of my stepfather's tragic passing through suicide, you know, the abrupt loss of income compounded our family's grief on top of that. Now juggling the emotional weight of his death while supporting my mother through her mourning and, you know, among our financial struggles demanded a very unyielding resilience. It was required at that moment in time now despite the challenges i persevered i swiftly sought new employment striving to you know restore stability because just because somebody somebody's world ends doesn't mean that the the world around us ends bills still have to be paid we still got to eat we still have to live and simultaneously my mother unfortunately of course was you know, in the middle of mourning her recent husband's unexpected demise, you know, but at the same time, exhibited remarkable strength. She had to pick up and, and keep forging forward. Her life couldn't end just because he decided to end his prematurely. So her resilience became an anchor as we weathered that tumultuous, you know, tumultuous year together, fostering an enduring resolve to push forward against adversity. Oh, and let me not forget that that was the same year that my now wife, Katie, was supposed to move down to Florida for us to start our life together and be on our own. Now, this all occurred in July and she was supposed to move down in August. Can you imagine the storm that we were dealing with that she had to find herself moving into? That had to been hard. And that, in my opinion, ladies and gentlemen, was a giant leap of faith, and it took incredible courage for her to want to do that still. See, if you ask me, and I'm glad she did it, because we would not be where we are at today in life. And she herself dealt with a very serious storm because of what I was dealing with and what my mother was dealing with at that time. Then you have to add in the mix. All of her family were states away, a thousand plus miles away. So her direct support line was only a phone call away instead of a quick drive to somebody's house. Think about how hard that must have been. See, another instance crystallizing this resilience occurred in 2015, and I'm pretty sure I shared this story, but I'll share it again. You know, my wife and I found ourselves unexpectedly unemployed, right? Due to a communication breakdown and was left pretty much in the dark by my boss because nobody was really communicating with him about where our next job contract was going to be. So, of course, left in the dark by our, you know, employer. What was initially supposed to be about a two week gap between contracts extended into about a month and a half. And we were faced with this uncertainty. And at the end of the day, I was like, I'm not going to let the grass grow around my feet. So I seized the opportunity for personal growth. I decided that, okay, you know what? I'm recognizing that this is a challenge, but I know this challenge among all challenges, they are disguised as opportunities. Let me repeat myself all challenges are disguised as opportunities. And I pursued this challenge slash opportunity in obtaining my CDL took five weeks. I had nothing but time on my hands. So I'm like, I'm just going to do it. And so a decision was born from adversity that opened new doors and gave us the life that we now glorify God for because of his grace and guidance through all of that. See, God guided us. Little did I know through all of these situations and put us in the very place in this moment in time where we're at today. See, these experiences underline the transformative power of adversity. They taught me that, you know, in the middle of life's hardships, resilience and perseverance can be honed in. Challenges aren't roadblocks, but pathways to growth and newfound opportunities. Let me repeat that challenges aren't roadblocks, but pathways to growth and newfound opportunities. Sometimes that roadblock might take you off the beaten path and, you know, take you to a, you know, a hidden oasis somewhere out in the middle of the woods that is unknown to anybody else in the public. And you might, you might've never known had that roadblock not been there. Embrace this mindset, ladies and gentlemen, I'm telling you, embrace this mindset more than ever now, especially in today's climate, because even in the darkest of moments, has been pivotal in my journey towards resilience and personal development. So folks, as we discussed in the previous podcast a few days ago, obstacles will always litter your path. Satan and his legion of demons will relentlessly attempt to knock you down and keep you there. There's no doubt about it. But I'll tell you what. That won't happen because you're armed with the armor of God, with the Holy Spirit, deeply embedded within you and the warrior spirit of Christ Jesus residing in your heart. That's why you won't stay down. And that's why you won't get knocked down. Remember that. Remember who you are. See, you and I were crafted straight from the heavenly father's factory, indestructible. We were built to last designed to endure and meant to forge ahead in this spiritual battleground between good and evil. We were meant to serve, not just God, but also His people, uplifting the weak-spirited and weak-minded, the voiceless. It's about toughening your mind. Callous your mind. Stop worrying about what other people think about you. They don't matter. Develop a resilience that won't let the small stuff or the uncontrollable life weigh you down recognize what's within your control and what's beyond it. And for those that beyond, you know, for those beyond lean on the almighty through prayer to shield and guide you through the darkest moments and the
1: trials of the fiery furnace. Listen, this is the His Heartline podcast.
2: Yeah, Jason, I know that. Okay, then you should know that here at this podcast,
1: we stand firm. We are unwavering. We are uncompromising.
2: We don't bow down to the enemy. We stand our ground boldly and resolutely.
1: Be the force that they fear. Be the force that they don't really want to
2: reckon with. Because you know your power when you invoke the name of Jesus Christ and maintain an unwavering connection with God. We are warriors for Christ. Remember that ladies and gentlemen, and in our unwavering faith, we will emerge victorious in this spiritual war. It's already been won. We are just part of it. Adversity again, folks often mirrors the concept of refining metal in a crucible. See in the Bible, like I said. Don't forget about that transformative power of hardships. James 1, chapter 1, verses 2 through 4, it says, Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature
1: and complete, not lacking anything. Again, this notion highlights how trials, when faced with a
2: resilient spirit, can lead to growth and maturity, just as fire purifies precious
1: metals. Again, I cannot reiterate that again. So, ladies and gentlemen, again, don't let adversity knock you down. Adversity is what will forge your character. It will forge who you are on the inside. And with that, let's pray. Heavenly Father, we
2: come before you acknowledging your immeasurable greatness. And the wonders that you weave throughout creation, your wisdom surpasses all understanding and your majesty is beyond our human comprehension. And as we stand in the shadow of your vastness, we are reminded of your divine power displayed in every raindrop, in the thunder that echoes across the sky and in the lightning that streaks with majestic brilliance. Your provision, both in physical nourishment and in divine guidance, fills us with gratitude and humility. Grant us the wisdom to recognize your guiding hand in the storms and the calm of our lives and teach us to seek your presence, especially in times of uncertainty and to find solace in your everlasting love. May your wisdom enlighten our hearts, granting us the courage to face adversity and the strength to embrace the mysteries of life. And we just ask you, please help us to trust in your plan knowing that your justice and righteousness prevail. Father, we thank you for the abundant grace and blessings that you've bestowed upon us. Guide us through your thunderous moments of our lives and lead us towards the light of your eternal love. In your Holy Son's name, Christ Jesus, we pray. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. And with that, I hope you all have a great day, great night, wherever you're at in the world. Have a great weekend. I will be live tomorrow, but not on Sunday. And again, I do apologize for the show being extremely early. But like I said, something came up that slipped my mind and I need to attend to it. Remember, as it states in Matthew 7, 7, asking it will be given to you. Seek and you will find. Knock and the door will be open to you. Yeah, that's right. That Those are letters and words that are written in red. Don't you forget it. God bless, ladies and gentlemen. We'll see you back here
0: tomorrow. Remember, ladies and gentlemen. Remember, ladies and gentlemen. We are firm, we are steadfast, and we are uncompromising. The enemy has crossed that line for the last time. It is up to people like you and I to hold that line. They've crossed the line way too many times and it is time for us to stand up this republic and get after it. We gotta do this for God. We got to do this for our families. We got to do this for America, for the voiceless. It's time to get after, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining the show. For joining Join us, us here, here at His Heartline. We'll, we'll see you see back, back here, here next
1: time. time.